Hi, I'm Kathy Rotes. It is no secret that every person in the world is unique. Each person has unique strengths and talents. It may be similar to another's, but it is not the same. If we know this, then why do we get frustrated with ourselves when we try something the same way somebody else did it and they succeeded at it, but it doesn't work for us? We are forgetting that our strengths and talents make us different. We need to think differently to cater to who we are. When someone or something says no to us, let's get excited about that challenge. Let's lean into it. Let's find our yes. This podcast will challenge your thinking and your habits. We will challenge you to go for no so that you can be blessed with a yes. Welcome to the podcast that will challenge you in thinking differently. Are you an early adopter, a laggard, or someone in between? Welcome to podcast number three. We are ready for this, part two. I am Kathy Rhodes, and I am excited to think differently with you today. Have you ever heard of the product adoption curve or the diffusion of innovation model? Those are the technical terms. And to be honest, I never remember technical terms, but I remember the idea. I remember the concept. And that's exactly why I started with this question. The question is related to these models. So if you Google the models, you'll see great images. But, but let's talk about the concept. Are you an early adopter, a laggard, or someone in, in between? Let's take a look at your cell phones. <laughs> this will tell us what you are. So were you the person who waited in line the night before outside of Best Buy? You actually camped out and you waited for the doors to open so that you could get the first iPhone? <laughs> Or do you still have a flip phone? Or better yet, do you still have a rotary phone attached to your wall in your house and you don't even carry a cell phone? Okay, well, this will tell you what you are. If you are the one who camped out, you're actually not even an early adopter. You are an innovator. You are the one that wants to be the beta tester. You are the one who wants the new and improved and, and, and to figure it out so that you can share it with others. If you're the one who still has a phone connected in your kitchen to the wall, or maybe you have a flip phone of some sort, then you're probably more of the laggard. And if you got a smartphone someplace in between then and now, then yes, you are the majority. You're either early or late majority, but you're, you're in between. You're everybody else. Well, we are ready for this. We are ready for the world that we live in because of innovations that are out there available to us. So let's talk about a few of these innovations, a few more than what I talked about in the previous episode. Let's start by talking about delivery services. Back when I was growing up, I mean, when I grew up, actually, my hometown did not have any fast food restaurants. Oh, wait a minute, we had A&W, we did. <laughs> We didn't have pizza joints. Well, I guess, I mean, we had a, a supper club that made pretty amazing pizza. We could call and order one and pick it up, um, but there were, no, there were no delivery services, okay? Nowadays, well, actually, when I went to college in the early 90s, that was the big thing. I, I could order pizza, and it was delivered right to my dorm room. It was fabulous. I, of course, I kept studying, you know, during that time while they were delivering it. <laughs> But nowadays, it's not only pizza 
or the mail, I guess the mail has always been delivered. It's not only that, it's everything. A few months ago, my daughter was sick and she had convenience store snacks delivered to her apartment. You know, the Oreos and the Cheetos and everything you probably shouldn't eat when you're not feeling good, but you're craving anyway. Literally, somebody in this, at this delivery service went to a convenience store, bought what she wanted and delivered it. This is craziness. It's, it's not only the delivery services we're used to, like the Postal Service and FedEx and UPS, but it's also local businesses. And these are there are certain services that are out there. Maybe it's Uber Eats or DoorDash or Grubhub or Amazon. There's services out there specifically to go shopping for you and deliver. Hmm, I always wanted a personal shopper. I guess, I guess we got it, don't we? <laughs> okay, so there's the delivery services. There's also order online and pickup or curbside pickup. I see signs all over. All over I see signs about curbside pickup. The old way was, like I said earlier, we would call the restaurant, we would order it, and then we would go pick it up. Nowadays, you can call, or you can go online, or you can go on the app, place your order with a few clicks, your payment's already in your phone. Easy as that. And it's, it's not just restaurants, it's grocery stores. It's department stores. I was very intrigued when, when COVID hit in 2020. We're talking about March, very early April. Uh, Kohl's department store shut their doors, just totally shut down for a week or two. Uh, so did Culver's. That's a fabulous burger restaurant in the Midwest. Actually, they're, uh, they might be all over now. <laughs> but these places shut down. Now, Culver's very quickly opened up their drive-thru. And actually, to this day, we're sitting in August of 2020. Culver's still has not opened up their dining. They've only opened up the drive-thru. What I found fascinating about this is companies were shutting down, but getting creative. They were getting innovative with, the, with, with what they had to offer. What Kohl's did, yeah, you can go online and you can place an order and they'll ship it right to you. However, if the local store has it in stock, certain employees were working and they would meet you at the curb. You could pay for it online and then they would allow you to come pick it up. I thought that was awesome. I mean, that is not what, you know, they, they might prefer to do, but they were getting innovative. They were getting creative with this curbside pickup idea. And now, to be honest, it's every single company. Every single company will, if this will help you get their products or, or get back to their store, then absolutely they will accommodate that. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one that, that's helped us be ready for this. Pay at the pump. Yeah, pay at the pump. Hello, this should be a no-brainer. But I remember the day when this pay at the pump concept came about and, and people fought it. Like, why would I want to pay at the pump? I'll just go in and pay. I mean, I remember growing up and, well, gas stations weren't open on Sundays. And sometimes some gas stations would come out and pump for you. That I wish they'd get back to because I hate pumping gas. It's just a dirty job to me. But anyway, <laughs> this whole pay at the pump. Now I don't want to go inside. I don't want to put my mask on. I don't want to touch the door handle. I don't want to be around strangers and people. So paying at the pump is so convenient. Love, love, love that feature. Okay, here's another one. Here's another in invention that 
uh, is really beneficial in our day right now. Facebook Live or Instagram Live or even Zoom. All of these online video streaming tools are so valuable. You know, before COVID happened, oh, I was Facebook Living and I was Zooming, but not as much as I am today. Throughout the last few months, Zoom has been our lifesaver for family game nights. I mean, when we were really quarantining in the beginning, we would every Friday night meet on Zoom and have bingo, our bingo nights. And then the kids and my mom and dad and me and my husband, we would win. You know, my mom and I would gather some goodies and then we'd ship it to them. So now we're using our delivery service of the postal system. We'd ship them gift cards. We would ship them, ship them whatever. <laughs> but this has created just really a lot of fun, a lot of fun social nights. Our church was doing social nights. I mean, the youth were connecting through Zoom. The Facebook Live is interesting because why would a church ever get on Facebook, right? Thankfully, our church did get on Facebook late last year. And it was, it was our lifeline. It still is. So now we are streaming live. Now, originally we were videotaping our services and putting it out on YouTube, but now we're streaming live. I mean, for many months, this was the only way that our pastor could connect with us with a, with a message of any sort. If you're not, if you're not in this arena, you're, you're not connecting with your customers or your people. That's huge. That's a big deal. Well, here's, here's another tool that our church ventured into in early January, thankfully. It's Venmo. <laughs> Venmo or the Cash App or even Facebook. You can pay through Facebook or PayPal. I mean, we didn't think we really had to until March. And now there's no excuses to give your offering because we have a Venmo account and we're probably pretty confident you do too. <laughs> Look at all of these inventions. Look at all these services that, that truly have been a, a, a nicety, right? They've been nice to have, but they're really becoming a necessary tool or app that we have. These inventions have helped us be ready for the world that we live in right now. Now, like I said earlier, or I asked you, you know, what are you? Are you an early adopter? Are you a laggard? Are you the majority? There's no label here that's better than the other. There's no need to shun people if they're not what you are. There's no need to laugh at people you know, if they're the laggard who still has a rotary phone on their wall of the kitchen. Yeah, no need to pick on people. <laughs> but there are pros and cons to each category. So let's let's go through let's go through some of these here. Let's talk about the innovator. I mean that's that's your my gosh, an innovator is only about 2.5% of people. These are the people, I mean the pro is you're ahead of everyone else. You have quicker knowledge. You probably even have higher profits in your investment because you are an innovator. You're on top of it. You're investing in things that other people aren't yet. The con of being an innovator is though you have a chance of wasting some money. You might jump on some inventions that you're just too quick and, and it's not going to be received. You're too fast you're, or it's just not a perfected invention yet. You know, being too far ahead is an issue if there's, there's a danger here because you might not be received by others. For me, that's, that's exactly where I am when it comes to learning content or leadership content. I 
love consuming and absorbing and, and studying leadership content. So when something new comes out, like Simon Sinek's new book about why <laughs> or emotional intelligence, I'm all over it and I am excited about it. I'm ready to share. Back at the end of March, I received content from John Maxwell team about leading through adversity. I jumped on it right away. You know, it's good stuff. It is so right on target. So I started offering it right away, beginning of April. I offered it to my clients for free. I just wanted to help. I wanted to get out there and, and give my resources to help people survive. Some people took me up on it, but not many. I was too quick. I was too fast. I was too ahead of the game. In the early April, people were still frozen from shock. They were still just trying to survive. They weren't ready to take any online learning classes. They were hoping they didn't ever have to do online learning classes. I was too soon. And that's a chance you take when you're an innovator. Now, I could still offer it today, and I do offer it today, but to be honest, I've moved on to something else. You better understand yourself if you're an innovator. Okay, let's talk about the majority. And by the way, you're never just one category here. You're a different category based on different inventions or different circumstances. The majority, majority of people are majority, okay? So your early majority, your late majority, we're talking about like 68% of people fall into these categories. The pro of being a majority is, is there's lower prices of the invention. And the processes and the standards, they've been perfected. You're not the guinea pig. They've been, they've been perfected. You, they can do it quickly. So it's going to cost you less. Now, the con of being in the majority, well, you're a follower. There's nothing necessarily unique. You don't stand out. And you might be behind a bit. You know, think about a talented basketball player in the high school who stands out because he's the only talented basketball player in that high school. When he goes to college or when he goes to the MBA, he's no longer the standout. He's not unique anymore. He might be a bit behind. He needs to catch up. He's in the majority. I remember a few, oh, maybe a few months ago, <laughs> maybe a year ago, there's a new, there was a new app out called Canva. It is a great tool for creating memes and creating visual creations that you can post anywhere online. I, man, I just fought learning this tool. I, I actually delegated it and I paid my assistant to do it for me. <laughs> when I finally jumped on board, I was the majority. I was behind a bit. Everybody else was creating things quite quickly and I was just learning the tool. So you got to be aware of that, right? You got to be aware if it's, if it's popular, maybe you need to invest a little more time and energy learning it so that you're not behind. Well, then there's the laggard. Talk about being behind. They have no problem with it. The pro of being a laggard, there's no wasted money or time on any inventions. I mean, they're not even entertaining poor inventions. The con of being a laggard, though, is there is lost money because you're not offering what the other people offer. You are probably too far behind that you can't catch up. Years ago, my husband and I owned a bookstore. This was back in 2007, 2008. Back then, if you don't remember, there was major economical issues going on in the world. There was, there was somewhat of a recession. There was a lot of financial crises happening. 
at that time during the, at the bookstore, we, we had a storefront, we had inventory, we had product to sell. It was very common that customers would come in and ask us questions about a certain author or a certain musician. And, and we would do research, you know, internet existed. We had, we had the internet. It wasn't Wi-Fi though. It was connected to our computers, <laughs> but uh, we would do the research. We would find, I mean, we would spend an hour easily per customer finding what they needed. So then we would ask if they wanted us to order it for them. And they would say, mm, no, I can get it cheaper on Amazon. Oh, God, thanks. Thanks a lot. We didn't have an online presence. I think we may have had a website, but yeah, no, we didn't have a website. We had something that said, this is where we're located and here's our phone number. And that's what we had. We were not selling products online. And we made a tough decision in 2009. We either have to invest a lot to get this online presence or we need to take a huge loss and shut the doors. And we did, we shut the doors, we took a huge loss. We were lagging so far behind in the online world. We, were, we, we, we just couldn't catch up without a lot of focus, a lot of work. There, there are pros and cons to each category. We, we need to adapt based on our need. And sometimes we have to adapt against our will. Ugh. In the last episode, I commented that I didn't adapt earlier with different inventions because my why wasn't developed. My why wasn't strong enough yet. You know, we're at a point in this world that we are being pushed into adapting to things that maybe we once fought. You know, have you ever said something like, I will never transfer money through my phone or I only use cash. <laughs> this may hurt our pride a little bit. It may challenge our beliefs. We may whine because we need to learn something new. That's okay, embrace it. This means that we are growing we are not gonna be stuck back in 2019. We are pushing forward to conquer this new world and succeed at life. So go think differently and be great today. You are ready for this.